from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine announced this afternoon that the Ohio counties seeing the highest rates of COVID-19 infection will be under a face covering order beginning tomorrow. DeWine said health commissioners in the seven counties under a level three public health emergency alert have asked him to issue the blanket health order. As of tomorrow, that will include Butler, Cuyahoga, Franklin, Hamilton, Huron, Montgomery, and Trumbull counties, but that could change as case numbers rise or fall. Residents of those counties will be required to wear face coverings in all indoor or outdoor shared spaces in which they cannot maintain social distance. Retailers across the country issued a message yesterday for state governors to please make everyone wear a face mask. Here's Angela Ann. The Retail Industry Leaders Association, which represents Target, Home Depot, and other major chains, says different rules around the country are creating confusion and conflict between customers and workers trying to enforce store rules. Videos have shown shoppers getting angry when employees ask them to wear a mask. In a letter sent to the National Governors Association yesterday, the group asked governors to require face mask wearing nationwide. Fewer than half of U.S. states currently have that requirement. Angela Ann, ONA News. A memorial service for fallen Toledo police officer Anthony Dia was held in Northwest Ohio this morning. Tracy Townsend has the details. The service was held at the John Savage Arena at the University of Toledo at 10 o'clock this morning. Officers from across the state, including officers from here in Central Ohio, traveled to Toledo to pay their respects. Dia was shot and killed in the line of duty over the holiday weekend. The service this morning was limited to only his family, police officers, and fire personnel. I'm Tracy Townsend. Prior to today's funeral, another vigil was held last night to remember Officer Dia. Emma Henderson reports. It was put on by loved ones and members of the Muslim community to remember Officer Anthony Dia. You see people coming out that have shared stories about him, about his police presence in, in the community. His presence as a Muslim American officer in the Toledo Police Department was a point of pride for many. He was a Muslim, but first of all, he was an American. He was from Toledo. He was born and raised here, and he believed in what he was doing. In West Toledo, Emma Henderson for WTOL 11. The Cleveland Indians are considering a name change, and a longtime local advocate for such a move says he'll continue to push for it. Mark Namick has more. Josh Hunt, a member of the Cheyenne tribe and longtime activist pushing teams to stop using Native American images. Whether it's Indians, warriors, or the racial slur, Redskins, these harm Native Americans, and we have scientific evidence showing that, that it damages our self-esteem. Hunt says it has to do with being historically correct, pointing to the ball club's bad depiction of Chief Wahoo as a buck-toothed, red-faced Indian. I'm Mark Namick. The holiday weekend was a busy one on the Great Lakes for the Coast Guard. ONN's Dave James reports. In a press release, the Coast Guard says this past 4th of July weekend was their busiest in about five years. From July 3rd through the 5th, the Coast Guard conducted more than 100 search and rescue missions on the lakes and helped more than 300 people. The Coast Guard's 9th District Headquarters says this weekend they saved 45 lives, assisted 271 additional persons, and conducted at least two search and rescue cases with their Canadian and partners. The Coast Guard says at least two people lost their lives on the water this holiday weekend. Dave James, I went in news. 
Somebody fired a gun while hundreds of people enjoyed a community fireworks event in Sandusky over the weekend, but a cell phone that shattered in a man's pants pocket took the brunt of that shot. Carla Byron explains. If it hadn't been in his pocket to change a bullet's path, doctors told 26-year-old Tristan Jeffrey's family the bullet may have struck an artery, causing Tristan to bleed out. Jeffrey's uncle says he thinks God was on his nephew's side. You no, know, my mom just passed. We'd like, oh yeah, my mom, she's here. She kind of gave that bullet the direction to hit that phone. You know, that's how we kind of think. Manny says his nephew is doing okay and is feeling grateful. Police have not returned requests for information or comment. Carla Byron in Sandusky. Select grocery stores across the state are matching the benefits afforded to recipients of the SNAP program, sometimes called food stamps. Owen's Michaela Madison has the details. Those receiving SNAP benefits simply find a participating grocery store, shop for fruits and vegetables using SNAP or EBT benefits, and receive produce perks coupons. Officials say if you spend $5, for example, you get a $5 coupon to use at your next visit up to $10 per day. Additionally, Additionally, some farmers markets also matching benefits when you use your SNAP or EBT benefits. $1 tokens will be given as produce perks for every $1 spent, up to $20 per day at some locations. Michaela Madison, ONN, Canton. And while it will still be held and televised, roughly 10,000 fans will no longer be allowed to attend next week's Memorial Tournament in Central Ohio due to concerns over COVID-19. Dom Tiberi has this report. Executive Director Dan Sullivan says they made the decision not to allow fans at this year's event. Uh, in the end, we don't want to be a contributor to any spread. And uh, obviously there are a lot of unknowns about this virus. As for those that had tickets, Dan says they have been in contact with all those folks, and there are a number of solutions from donating the money to Nationwide Children's Hospital to getting a refund. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.